The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So a really warm welcome. I'm always delighted to be with this group. And uh, last week, we spent a little time exploring how kindness can be practiced through the way we speak, particularly through what is called wise speech. And some of you had previous exposure to that. Um, And last week, I focused a bit on the ways that we may talk to ourselves or think about ourselves and learned You know, for some people in the group, they have a good practice of doing that well already. And for others, this was a little bit new. We're going to expand on kind intentions for speaking this evening, um, looking at what we're always developing with these practices in happy hour, and that is cultivating wholesome, helpful inner states that lead to developing the greater and greater kindness and compassion for others, for oneself, for every being. So whether our speech is directed internally um, in the way that we may talk to ourselves or think a certain way about ourselves or outwardly when we're talking with another person, it's so helpful to start and and it takes time to learn this, to start any process of speaking or thinking with being aware of our internal state when we're about to say something. So I'm sure you can all check, you know, what you might be feeling like right now internally and what might be up for you if you were to speak in the next moment. But often when we start to speak, we have habits. <laughs> we have habits of, you know, the way conversation works in our culture, which can be, depending on what segments of culture you participate in, sometimes particularly in workplaces, people report that speech is really rapid fire. And they're like, how do I, you know, get in there and make my point? But even when we speak to family members or friends, there can be intensity, there can be you know, all kinds of feelings or things that are motivating what we say, why we say it, when we say it. So this process of starting with um, what is my internal motivation to it, before I speak right now is really a helpful habit to cultivate. And one incredibly useful acronym I've heard, which may, you may have heard in this group before, um, but I'll say it is wait, W-A-I-T. Anybody heard that one before? No? Okay. I'll tell you what it stands for. W-Y-A-M-I-I-T, talking. Wait. Why am I talking is the acronym. So it gives us a chance to pause, take a breath, which is incredibly helpful. Take, you know, several breaths and check our internal state, our internal motivation. Why am I about to say what I'm about to say to someone else or even myself? So it really helps to know this inner state, and it helps to wait to take that little pause, breathe. Why am I talking? 
Um, this is a way to begin to cultivate kindness and compassion, both for yourself and for another person in action in, you know, daily life. So what might be some of the internal motivations for speaking? I'm sure you can think of dozens right now. But, you know, as we take a few breaths to notice, we can often be surprised because of the way we've been so habituated or trained to certain conversational patterns in our family, in our workplaces, in our friendships. We can be surprised to find things like this, number one, this urgency to get what we'd like to say into the conversation. Um, we might be surprised if we pause to notice our internal state that we might be feeling a little pressured to speak. People often feel that pressure to jump in, or maybe we feel relaxed in some conversations. Maybe we can take our sweet time. Um, are there any pleasant or unpleasant feelings in the body or are there emotions present? So, you know, sometimes what we say is unconsciously motivated by some of the less skillful intentions that don't end up going as well as we like, but start off as kind of an impulse, like wanting to control something, you know, help or guide something to turn out in the way we'd like. That's one internal motivation for speaking. Or sometimes wanting to stop something we don't like from going on in the conversation or in the other person or in ourselves. Um, very often when we're motivated to speak one motivation that's less helpful to us in the long run although it feels fine in the short run, is wanting to be seen a certain way. You know, whenever a sense of self or some self-identity or ego gets to be in charge, we're maybe presenting ourselves a certain way in the way we speak. So these are just a few of the many kinds of motivations that come up. But as I say, you know, it's better to notice these things because if you take that pause and you can feel a little bit of any of those tendencies or many other in yourself, you can start cultivating compassion for what's going on in here. And you can start cultivating greater kindness towards yourself and the other person. You know, pausing and taking a breath, sensing whatever you can about the intention before you speak it can really cultivate um, skillful intentions like curiosity. Maybe you can take a pause and say, you know, maybe I need to listen really carefully to what this person's saying right now in order to understand how are they thinking about this. That's a very kind motivation or compassionate motivation. Or maybe we want to take a pause and give the other person the benefit of the doubt. If, if something they're saying is starting to rub the wrong way with us, sometimes there's a tendency to let that impulse to push back or to defend yourself to come up. But if you give somebody the benefit of the doubt, what are they really needing or wanting from us in this conversation? Sometimes if we ask a question instead of make an assumption, we find out quite a lot. 
So, so very often, if we're really hearing someone else with kindness, sometimes we're not needed to do anything but just listen to the other person. I know many of you have a lot of skill with this, but it's amazing how often a partner, a friend, a colleague, or an acquaintance is not really asking us to solve their problems or make it all better. They just want to be able to say something out loud and have somebody else hear it. Um, And, you know, sometimes you'll hear people actually naming this. I just want to vent or I'm not, you know, if they're, if they're clear, they can tell you that they're not really looking for any commentary. They're just wanting to get it out there. So, Maybe you can hear under all of these things, there are some very kind, very compassionate ways we can approach conversation that no doubt I'm guessing you practice. But it all starts with what is motivating me to speak or say what I'm about to say? You know, how am I feeling? And is this going to help me and the other person? Or is it going to lead in a direction I don't like? So tonight, the invitation is to notice intentions that arise in speaking and to cultivate kindness and compassion for them. So with that, we'll begin with our guided meditation. I'd like to settle into a comfortable and sustainable way of sitting that supports you. If it's comfortable for you, closing your eyes. And doing whatever supports you in easing the body and mind, perhaps setting aside preoccupations or cares, grounding and centering, focusing on how you are, body, heart, mind, here and now. And with every breath or every moment of awareness, Gradually supporting yourself to settle into awareness of what's arising from one moment to the next. Whatever is here is welcome. If we greet it with awareness, we can notice any thinking that arose during my comments or how the body is right now, any emotions that are present or other thoughts that are present. And by meeting them with kindness, allowing that they're here, we can continue to perhaps relax into the evening. 
and perhaps allowing to bubble up in your mind a recent conversation in which you felt well supported or you knew from the way the other person was interacting that they felt well supported by you, maybe both. Noticing what your intention was in the conversation and as much as you could tell about the other person's intention. And bringing to mind good feelings that you might have thought had or good thoughts you might have had in this conversation, during it, after it. You know, the the good uh, features that you and the other person have as people in each other's worlds. This might come up as body feelings, images, words. You might even visualize the person in front of you or sitting near you. This could be a recent conversation or if there's a vivid one from long ago or sometime in the past, it's fine. Just bringing up a conversation where there was good support and there were good intentions. And then inclining either feelings in the body or feelings and thoughts in the heart-mind towards kindness and the compassion or kindness that flowed between you and this other person. Sending wishes to that person. And I should have said earlier, but we... It's probably best to focus on a person who is living for this exercise. But then wishing them wishes like the following. Kind wishes. May we support one another's well-being. Really allowing yourself to feel that well-being would be a beautiful thing for them and you'd like to share well-being with them. Feel it yourself. May we support one another's well-being.
May we feel safe and free from harm when we speak together. May we feel contented, happy in our conversation. In our relationship. May we be free of any difficulty with one another. And you can send your own particular wish of kindness or compassion for the other person yourself. Continuing to send these wishes of kindness and compassion for yourself and the other person with whom you had a supportive conversation, where you feel there were good intentions, in your own words, sending wishes of well-being, wishes of safety, contentment or happiness and freedom from suffering or difficulty of any kind, as well as other wishes that occur to you in the direction of kindness.
If any less than comfortable feelings or thoughts arise about your relationship with this person, notice it with perhaps a softness or a kindness or compassion. Every relationship has its ups and downs. Just notice any stray thoughts and then return to your intentions of kindness and compassion for both of you. You can continue to send kind wishes about this person and yourself. Or if you, if any conversations have come up that were a little less um, supportive, not the worst in the world, but just a, maybe a tiny bit affected by stress, either your own or the other person's, or maybe a little bit of greed, maybe wanting things to go your way or resisting or pushing something the other person was saying away from you, or maybe where you were protecting your ego just a little bit. If you'd like to work with that slightly challenging conversation, again, not a big one, but one where you notice perhaps your own intentions were a little bit skewed by greed, aversion, or protecting your sense of self, allowing to come up uh, the, the conversation and yourself, the other person, seeing both of you, but holding it with a sense 
that you really are wanting to cultivate the kindest, most compassionate intentions and cultivating them by sending both of you wishes for well-being, safety, contentment, freedom from suffering in your own way. Keeping the focus on the kindness and the compassion that you wish for them and for yourself. Even though conversations are sometimes a little bit stressed.
So um, one of the great opportunities we have during happy hour um, is to cultivate this practice in our breakout groups of slowing down, taking a breath, and taking time to notice your intentions for what you share. And this evening, I'll invite you to consider sharing about what what have you noticed, you know, as you practice this evening or as you look into this area of conversation with other people. What did you notice about your intentions when you had a really supportive conversation? And what did you notice about your intentions when the conversation was a little less comfortable or a little more stressful? And during this um, breakout group, it's fine to take the first couple of minutes of the breakout group to, you know, as a group to just breathe and relax and take some time in thinking about what it is that you're going to share before you're ready to share it. Um, It's a rare opportunity to cultivate this kind of internal kindness, compassion for what you're sharing and during your sharing. You're always encouraged to share what feels comfortable for you. You don't have to go to the limits of, you know, your feelings of safety. And um, for anyone who is new to the group, um, Neil, if you would be willing to post in the chat the link to our group considerations, I'd invite new people to read that, to, to click on the link and read it while I'm speaking here. And even to read it um, before you go into your group. Um, I've actually rewritten it for this group to be as a set of invitations or considerations for speaking in the breakout groups. And they're offered to support all of you in the practice of kindness and compassion. Um, as always, the main consideration in our group, or one of the major ones, that we think is helpful is for each person to share one brief thing at a time and to make us a round of the circle of three or four people. Um, As you speak, you know, speak from your own experience only, not, not commenting on other people's, but just what you experienced this evening about this topic. And then when it's somebody else's turn that you just listen wholeheartedly to them and, um, listen fully to what they're saying, and also listen for what's coming up in you. Sometimes we have reactions or feelings about what we hear others share, but listening to and feeling what's coming up in yourself. Um, So with that, I'll send you for 10 minutes into the groups, and please enjoy the time.